Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This is Red Sox Review, and it starts right now. Here's your host, Joe Weil. Jansen delivers 0-2. High fly to right center field, hit pretty deep, but Bref Snyder's back, so is the right fielder Verdugo, and Alex makes the catch in front of the warning track, and the ball game is over, and the Red Sox hang on to beat Cleveland 5-4, scoring four runs in the eighth inning. Red Sox snap the three-game losing streak with a 5-4 victory. They are 3-1 against the Guardians this season. Had to hold your breath there for a moment, but the Red Sox hang on and win it 5-4 against the Cleveland Guardians in Cleveland. So the Red Sox snapped their three-game slide. They improved to 31-30 on the season with a 5-4 victory. Joe Weil with you here on Red Sox Review. We're taking you all the way up to 11 p.m. The number to call in to chime into the conversation tonight after this win, 617-779-7937. Again, 617-779-7937. We'll talk about James Paxton's awesome start. We'll talk about the offense coming alive in the eighth inning. And we'll also touch on some of the struggles we still saw from the offense, especially through the first seven, but they end up scoring four runs on four hits in the top of the eighth inning. They were down two to one at that point. Then they played four. They go ahead five two. Chris Martin gives up two back, but Kenley Jansen wraps it up for his 13th save of the season, and the Red Sox are a winner tonight. Again, the number to call in, 617-779-7937. You can also text us at 379-37 to talk after this Red Sox win. Before we go any further with anything, let's hear what Alex Cora had to say after this Red Sox 5-4 win. Oh, that, was, um, that was really good. Um, yeah, obviously, the 2-0 slider... Uh, you know, for the double, and then Bell kind of like blocked that fastball the other way. But uh, stuff was good. Command was great. Uh, was able to use his fastball up in the zone whenever he wanted to. Was able to expand down in the zone, and he was on control. On the control. How about his, how about his ability to get better as the game went on? Yeah, that's something uh, he always talk about. Um, you know, we, we we met with him in spring training. And he went over the way the outings go. Uh, the stuff is going to get better early on. He's going to know if it's the cutter or the curveball. But the fastball, it will play late in games. And uh, that's the guy I remember seeing in 17 and obviously with the Yankees. So uh, it was good to see. There was uh, another gear 
with that fastball after the fourth inning. How huge is it for him to just to keep the game right there and give your offense a no, chance? It's important. It's important, especially where we were bullpen-wise. Uh, we we were able to reset, like I said before, but uh, no no Bernie against lefties, and you know it, it was a lineup that it was set up kind of like for late in the game. You know, like I bet they weren't expecting seven. But uh, we were able to extend his outing, and, and he gave us a chance to win. You got 24 swings and misses, Paxton. 15 were on the four-seamer, seven on the cutter. I think there were only 11 swings on the cutter, so, you know, seven. I mean, what, what were the, with those two uh, pitches specifically? <laughs> I mean, all that stuff. The, so, yeah. yeah, Basil Savant right here. But uh, uh, the fastball up, the fastball was really good. Uh, he was able to use it. And, and they talked halfway through the game, him and Reese, kind of like the way they were, wanted to attack in the second part of the game. He felt confident, like, this is what we're going to do. The fastball is playing. We use the breaking ball to expand, but whenever we want to, we can call that pitch. I'm going to execute it. Wrestling is that bad against the righty there? Yeah, and the first one, too, against the lefty. Um, uh, at one point in the game, I said, hey, man, have we won a game since we extended you? You know, like, what's going on here? He said, yeah, I won. But, uh, is, is a good at bat. Is a really good at bat, and we like the at bat against righties. It just happens that that's his role. But uh, was able to stay on the pitch, go the other way. The defensive play uh, that was you know game changer right there. Uh, Bold Lance is a double. So uh, like we said a few days ago, we're happy that he's going to be here um, more than this year. He's a professional, and um, you know, he knows his role. He's a good player. How much were you kind of waiting for an inning like that? Ooh, it's been a while, right? Uh, I mean, we had one on Saturday, but uh, it seems like that series lasted more than, than three days, to be honest with you. So um, it, we did an outstanding job going the other way, starting with JT. We took our walks. <clears throat> Obviously, the drive by, by Tristan. You know, at one point, he has to hit a, a, a home run straight center. You know, it's going to go out, but uh, it was Quality of bad after quality of bad. Pablo going the other way, and uh, everybody contributed. It was a good one. Did Turner just kind of not get a great read on that? Uh, I mean, like I was telling Foxy, I'd rather, I mean, if he goes and he catches it, it's a double play, I'll be very upset at that one. You know, he, he, did, he did the same thing at Fenway. Uh, he was taught well. We were joking with Huddy, kind of like to glide to it, like he's going to catch it, but the, way, the ball was way over his head. So you got to be cautious. So bases loaded, no outs. We'll take that, that opportunity too. All right, so that was Alex Cora chatting after the Red Sox 5-4 win over the Cleveland Guardians. Joe Wild with you here on Red Sox Review. we got double-barreled action behind the glass, the great Joe Braverman, and then Brian Frizzoco. Helping out behind the glass as well. A lot of good stuff there from Alex Cora. I laughed about the baseball savant mention there because, uh, and I laughed because I follow baseball savant as every game goes along. But a lot of the questions were about the stuff from James Paxton tonight, which was awesome. 55 swings, 24 whiffs, and there was one question about the cutter. So he threw 12 cutters that were swung at, and he got seven whiffs on the cutter. Just unbelievable stuff. Uh, and, and here's another nugget for you. This is per uh, the great at Red Sox stats Twitter account. So James Paxton had 24 whiffs tonight, the most by a Red Sox starter this season. Uh, he also had the second most in a start for the Red Sox this season, 22 in his last start. So a combined 46 whiffs 
over his last two games. Today, the whiff percentage, 43.6% among the 55 swings. Uh, He's just been awesome. Uh, He's been more than I would have hoped for through five starts with the Red Sox. Not to say he's been perfect, but I think if you look at the game log, you now have four out of five starts that are good to great. The one outing that wasn't good was the one against the Angels in which he allowed five runs in three innings. But his first start, that was against St. Louis back on May 12th. Two runs in five innings, nine strikeouts. The second start, that came against San Diego. One run in six innings, five Ks. Again, I mentioned the bad start against the Angels. Last time out, you get all those whiffs that I mentioned. 22 in that last start. One run, five innings, and eight strikeouts. And tonight, he threw 28 pitches in the first inning. You thought it was going to unravel from him, and you're coming off that tough series against the Rays where you lose three out of four the last three games of that four-game set, and then he gives up two runs. He throws 28 pitches. You figure, okay, how long is he going to go tonight? Well, he ends up throwing 106 pitches, 71 of which for strikes, and again, he gets all these whiffs. He gives him seven innings, which we've talked about all season long being an issue for the Red Sox this season, just getting length out of their starting pitching. It has been a problem for this team all year long, Not the case tonight because of James Paxson and how good he was. And rightfully, he gets the win because when he left the game after seven, the Red Sox were down two to one, but then they end up playing four in the top of the eighth inning. We'll get into that inning a little bit later on here in our Red Sox review coverage. But let's go to the phones now. David in Florida wants to chat about James Paxson. David, how you doing? Hi. You know, yeah, they won, but Cora did his best to blow it, didn't he? Well, how how so, David? Because, uh, I mean, we're talking how tremendously an effort Paxton gave. He shouldn't have taken him out in the eighth inning. He shouldn't have taken him out, but yet he did. And before that, in the top of the eighth, when they were losing 2-1 to start the inning, I think Turner was the one who started it with a leadoff double, right? He started it off with a double, and then he had a a, a base running gaffe that didn't end up hurting the Red Sox. Yeah, 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 that's it exactly. So, So, I'm sorry, but my point is, when he let off the inning with a double and they're down 2-1, why didn't you pinch run for him right then and there? Well, I mean, are you going to assume? That, I mean, he should have absolutely positively pinched run for him there. Well, you've already utilized a couple guys as well, right? You throw Rob Refstadter well, into the game. Pablo Reyes. Yeah, but I, David, I, I disagree with a co- both of your points there. We do appreciate the call. Well, and if you want to chime into the conversation, 617-779-7937 on Red Sox Review. Yeah, I disagree with both those calls. First off, you're already utilizing people off the bench in this game. I mean, they already had Rob, Ref- Rob Refstadter pinch hit in the sixth inning. He almost had a hit. It was a fly out to left field, but he hit the ball hard. But going back to the Paxton thing, he threw 106 pitches. This is his fifth start of the year, and he's missed all this time. You have to remember with James Paxton, you know, first off, he worked his way back from Tommy John surgery, and then he had a hamstring strain in in spring training. He hadn't put together a full season of of starting since 2019 like he he hadn't really been a productive pitcher since then so you want to not completely extend him and you think about baseball these days 106 pitches more times than not especially at this juncture in the season that's enough and he was so good you wanted him to leave that game with what he gave you at that point and and it was great i mean he was awesome again he's the hero of of tonight's game for the red sox he's in my opinion the reason they stayed in it and they end up winning it by a score of five to four. But he gives you seven strong. I know the Indians or the Guardians rather. They are. I pulled. I pulled the Joe there. It's Guardians. Uh, 
I know the Guardians are not a good offensive team. They came into today 26th uh, in on-base percentage, 28th in slugging. Runs-wise, they're at the bottom of the league. Home runs-wise, they're dead last. Like they, they don't hit very well. That being said, you threw 28 pitches in the first inning. You, you didn't expect to get seven innings out of Paxton, and yet you did. So, again, 106 pitches, that was more than enough to really roll him out for. Uh, and again, he gets the win today for the Red Sox as they win it 5-4, to four, the offense coming alive late as well. Again, the number to call in here for Red Sox review, 617-779-7937 if you want to chime into the conversation after the Red Sox snap their three-game slide and they go back above 500 now, 31-30 and 30 on the season. Let's go to a guy that I have chatted with a lot this year, one of my favorite guys to chat with, Wally from Fall River. He wants to talk about the Red Sox offense tonight. Wally, how you doing tonight? Yeah, what's up, Joe? I don't think they're going to win this game. You know, you look at the seven innings. They lost, I mean, I think it was a six. They left a lot of men on base. Paxton pitched good. I give him credit for that. But we're coming off a lousy home, Sam, two and four. Even a road trip before we were four and five. We're, this this team was like watching paint dry. It was very dull. Uh, they were getting a lot of walks. They couldn't knock them in. Uh, we were just playing well. We weren't getting our brains beat out, but we still were getting slapped around. We were losing a lot of close games. But uh, you have to give Paxton credit. He kept us in the game tonight. But uh, you look at the lineup, Joe. Uh, Yoshida could win the batting title. You got uh, Verdugo. Devis and you shoot it. After that's a crap shoot, really. It's mainly a platoon system for uh, uh, Cora. You don't have much after that. I know we scored some runs tonight late, but uh, what's the story on Duval and story? Uh, are they on the road back soon, or will we have another month or two? Yeah, both those guys are actually on the way back. I mean, Alex Cora talked about recently getting Trevor Story up here before he could be ready to be, uh, you know, on the defensive side of things to get him in the lineup. And then Adam Duvall, he's coming back. Uh, if if things continue to to track the way they are, he's expected to come back for Friday to begin that series at Yankee Stadium. But uh, uh, like I said, we haven't played the Yankees yet. We haven't played the Rangers. A lot of good teams, Houston. So uh, what do we know about seven games out of a wild card position? Yeah, we're 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 behind. Uh, that, <laughs> that's yeah, I know. About, yeah, about seven games, right? Yeah, that, we're uh, right now. So coming into after now after this win, it's four and a half back of the third spot, which is now the Yankees. So ahead of the Yankees is the Orioles and Astros, but the Red Sox after the win tonight are four and a half back of the Yankees. They are without Judge though. Now Judge just hit the IL, so the Red Sox are going to go into that Yankee Stadium series with the best player on either side not being there well uh for what i heard judge broke his toe when he rammed into that gator up in texas so i don't know what what the injury is now they say a contusion and sprain of a ligament in the toe so right well we'll see how it progresses but again the red sox catching a huge break there you know to not have him in the lineup because he'd been swinging the bat well he was almost on pace with what he did last year uh, one other thing, Joe, you see these people crying. Why didn't we sign uh, uh, Waka? Why didn't we sign Avaldi? Uh, 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 but you look at the Texas Rangers. They gave the Rom $85 million, and already he's going to have another Tommy John surgery. So you really can't tell, even if he would have signed these guys, if they would have pitched that well here in Fenway. Yeah, no, and, and Wally, I appreciate the call. And, and that's that was, to me, something that was – bubbling up coming into tonight with losing three 
straight against the Rays, and it was actually the Red Sox going 2-5 and five in that homestand. They lost two out of three against the Reds, and actually over their last 25 games coming into tonight, they were 9-16. and 16. You know, to me, that was something that was bubbling under the surface with this Red Sox team and the fact that they went from a, a club that was playing really good baseball. At one point this season, they were 21-14 and 14 on the season. And again, I mentioned that 9-for-16 stretch over the last 25 games. And now they're back to being what we kind of thought they were as a 500 team. I'm not saying this win washes away some of the things that were bubbling. And what I mean by that is the way that players that were on this team, even last year, uh, were performing you know, for the respective teams that they signed with. Michael Walker's had a great year. Nathan Avaldi's had a great year. Two guys that were in your rotation last year, both of them winning the, you know, it was Avaldi winning the AL Pitcher of the Month Award for May, Walker in the National League. And J.D. Martinez is raking again. I I, I don't know if I, I necessarily will, I don't want to bash the Red Sox for believing, okay, if we move on from him, we'll be okay. Because I, I think that was sort of a prevailing thought, or at least that was a thought that it, that was easily agreeable with. And now he's had 15 home runs this year. And he had another one tonight for the Dodgers. Mookie Betts has had another good season. So he had all these things percolating under the surface coming into tonight with all these players that were on this team performing well in different spots. And this team, you know, now submarining itself back to 500, at least tonight. You earn a win, you stop the bleeding, you go back above 500. Now you, you try to go from here, and I just related here, you know, the Red Sox right now just four and a half games back. I say just as if that's such an easy margin, but we are only in June, so there is plenty of time to still make a run, and I've always said, you know, the the, the top percentile of this team performing is sneaking into one of those wild card spots. Now they're above 500. The offense, while not being great tonight, and I want to touch on it more as we continue with the program, they get it done with four runs in the top of the eighth inning. Rob Snyder with a go-ahead RBI single, so fresh off of that extension he just signed with the Sox coming up with a big base hit off the bench. They play two more in the inning after that. They hang on. 5-4 victory over the Cleveland Guardians. And then, as we just talked about before, James Paxton, the hero tonight, seven innings, six hits, two runs, two walks, nine strikeouts, 24 whiffs, the most for a Red Sox starter this season. You're listening to Red Sox Review. When we come back, we will touch on the offense and what they did tonight. We'll also get you an update on Yu Chang and Adam Duvall, who are working their way back to the Red Sox on a rehab assignment. They played in AAA Worcester. We'll tell you how they did tonight. You're listening to Red Sox Review on WEEI. From the Rubenstein Law Studios, 1-800-BOS-LEGAL. This is WEEI, New England Sports Original. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Red Sox Review on WEEI. Swing and a line drive, base hit in the right field over the leaping second base with one run scores. And the Red Sox take the lead for the first time. Raffi trotting home, Casas stopping at third on a very hard hit ball. And the Red Sox have a 3-2 lead. First time they've been ahead in quite a while. 
Rob Refsnyder off the bench with a big go-ahead RBI single to put the Red Sox ahead. 3-2 to two in the top of the eighth inning. They'd score four in that inning and go ahead 5-2. They'd win 5-4. to four. That highlight, you heard that Rob Refsnyder uh, RBI single, that is the highlight from tonight's Nissan Red Sox postgame show. And your quest for savings at the Nissan Thrill of the Drive sales event. Shop your local Nissan store or NissanUSA.com today. Joe Wild with you here on Red Sox Review. The Red Sox win today 5-4 to four over the Cleveland Guardians. They snapped their three-game slide. James Paxton, the big hero tonight, seven. Seven innings, six hits, two runs, two walks, nine strikeouts. He ends up getting 24 whiffs, the most for a Red Sox starter in 2023. But the offense coming alive late with four runs on four hits at the top of the eighth inning to help the Red Sox earn this victory. I want to get into an offensive discussion, a a discussion on offense, not an offensive discussion, just a discussion on offense. But before we do that, let's go back to the phones. Jonathan in Brookline wants to talk about the Red Sox offense. Jonathan, what's going on? Hi, Joe. I love the show. So for me, it was really nice tonight to see really what this Red Sox offense is capable of. Because So if you look at between the Red Sox opening day and May 6th, when they just won their eighth straight game and they just came off that winning streak, right? The formula for their winning was their offense. It's not like their pitching was carrying them. They were 11th in the league in opponents' batting average at 254. But the offense was just so good. They hit 272, third in the league, 19.2K percentage. That was second lowest in the league, 46 homers, fifth in the league. So I was reminded how the Red Sox aren't like an excellent pitching team. If they want to win, all they really need to do is be average because this offense can be that good. I say can because obviously since that eighth game winning streak, they haven't been all that. But they have the hitters, right? Between Yoshida, who's hitting the average guy, he's hitting around 320. Devers, RBI machine, you'd love to see his average go up. But I think the progression is there with Devers as I see him hitting the ball hard a lot. But I really, really, I'm really optimistic that if the offense can be like what we saw at the beginning of the year, our pitching is just good enough for us to win baseball games. Yeah, Jonathan, I completely agree with you and appreciate the call into Red Sox Reviews. So he hit on a lot of great stuff there, and he's right. The offense was guiding this team at the beginning of the season when they were successful, when they started off 21-14, and 14, when they had the eight-game winning streak. But over this last 25-game stretch, they were averaging four runs per game if you even uh, minimize the amount of games from you know just in in recent time they were averaging roughly 3.4 runs per game over their last 14 games coming into tonight 48 runs in their last 14 so as this game was progressing you saw the way they they were swinging the bats through the first five innings you're thinking oh my oh my goodness we're we're doing it again it's going to be the same old story as we've seen as of late but they finally come alive late. They were helped out a little bit by uh, Angel Delra Cruz also uh, in that top of the eighth inning. Uh, he didn't have his control, but they took advantage of it, the Red Sox. And again, they win it 5-4, to four, the offense coming alive. Masataki Yoshida, right now he is second in the American League in batting average at 319. He pitches in three more hits tonight. And Tristan Casas, he goes two for four with the walk. People need to start giving him a little bit more credit for improving as the season has gone on. And and yes, I know the, the easy retort is there was only up from where he started in April. You're exactly right. But 
His hard hit percentage continues to rise. He hit a couple ball, balls hard tonight. And you look at you know what he did in the month of May uh, for the Red Sox. It was a significant improvement. 429 slugging, 338 on base, around 260 batting average, but that hard hit rate at 39%. But since May coming into tonight, his hard hit rate, 46.6%. And, you know, again, he, he posted two for four night. I, I like what I've seen from him. You're seeing a lot of improvement from the rookie as this year has progressed. He came into tonight ninth in Major League Baseball on walk rate, and would you believe it, he works another walk. So he's been uh, he's been a guy that I, I've liked what I've seen in, in, in recent times, although obviously there's still a lot of room for improvement. Rafi Devers, I did want to hit on this quickly. He goes 0 for 4 tonight uh, with the walk. Now, Jonathan mentioned the hard hit, uh, the hard hit balls that we saw from Rafi. Uh, that being said, you look at his baseball savant, right? You look at how hard he's hitting the ball, and it's been impressive, right? It, it, it's it's kind of typical Rafael Devers, but the problem is he's chased at a really high rate, and his on base percentage still being below 300 to me is a continued concern for a guy that is your franchise player. I think he's learning, you know, this year to try to figure out, okay, how do I hit now with not, with not having the protection that I've had in years past. I I think it's been a huge adjustment for him and, and against right-handed pitchers specifically, like it is stark. It is striking to see the difference between left-handed pitchers, which he's actually hitting pretty well this year and right-handed pitchers where he continues to struggle. I keep expecting it to change, but his, 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 OPS against right-handed hitters, 746. Left-handed pitchers, 859. So hopefully that improves. Again, this guy we know has so much talent. He's such an incredible hitter. Yet, you know, it, the results just haven't quite been there in 2023. And if this offense, to Jonathan's point, gets back to what we saw at the beginning, he's going to really need to step up. Quickly want to touch on a couple of rehab guys uh, in AAA Worcester. Adam Duvall goes one for four. Yu Chang back on a rehab assignment. You remember, he was in Portland, and then they had to uh, pause his rehabbing uh, due to some soreness. Uh the uh, left hamate uh, fracture that he ended up getting surgery on, and uh, he ends up uh, playing tonight. He goes 0 for 4, Adam Duvall 1 for 4 as he works back from the wrist injury. Uh, they're hoping to get Duvall back on Friday uh, at Yankee Stadium, a very quick recovery considering the injury that he had uh, to his uh, wrist. And, you know, it's it, it's just great. That's a guy they're going to need. If they want to get that offense back to where they, they are hoping to get it to, he's a guy you definitely want to add into that lineup. Also want to note that uh, John Schreiber played catch Monday for the first time since being placed on the 15-day injured list on May 16th. So he made 25 throws. Uh, he's dealing with that right terrace major strain that they're hoping to get him back into the bullpen, which has dipped a little bit as the year has progressed. Tomorrow's game starts at 7, 10 p.m. The Red Sox will throw out Cutter Crawford on the hill in that one. It'll be opposite of the right-hander Tanner Bibby. Crawford making his fourth start in 2023. The Red Sox end up winning tonight 5-4 against the Cleveland Guardians. They go to 31-30. James Paxton, what a performance from the left-hander. And then on top of that, the offense coming alive late. want to thank the men behind the glass, Brian Frizzoco and also Joe Braverman, the great Joe Braverman, doing a fantastic job behind the glass for Red Sox review. Red Sox back in the win column, 31-30 and 30 on the season. Arrow pointing back up again with a 5-4 victory over the Gu- Guardians. This is Joe Weil, and you have been listening to Red Sox review here on WEI.
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 